When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listen to this, I read about a woman who spent several days in a jail in Canada, and she did probably the most Canadian thing you could do. A jail in Vancouver Island is getting rave reviews after a woman stayed several nights there. After being released, she sent this card to the police department. The woman wrote, I was nervous about staying with you guys during my trip to the island, but wanted to let you know I appreciated how helpful and kind everyone was. She finished the note offering four and a half stars. Keep in mind, a Canadian jail is basically just a courtyard Marriott. IHOP has unveiled its new burritos and bowls menu. So if you like Mexican food, uh, eat that instead. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Happy motherfucking Friday. (laughs) There it is. What's up, everybody? A lot of power behind that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She (laughs) leaned into that, didn't she? Really came deep within the lungs and out. Dave Blazar joins us because it's Friday. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Hello, gang. How are you? Gang. That's a new thing you started doing since you became the boss. You have a lot of those little isms You're a gang guy? Hey, gang. I never noticed you're a gang guy. Well, you know what? He never used to be. I didn't. No, I was like... What up, bitch? Uh, you, know, like, <laughs> you had to change your rhetoric change a little it, yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it is kind of weird, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad you bring this up because I'm stuck. I don't know what things to use. You mm-hmm. know, I, you want to be inclusive in your wording. Some people don't like guys, right? As a all-encompassing word. So my sensitivity is, oh, I'll just say something else then. It's not like I, I'm not one of those people that you see online who are like. I should be able to say whatever I want. Oh, and if you're offended, you're an asshole. No, it's not that. It's like, hey, if somebody doesn't want to be called guys, then I then I won't say it. I'll just come up with a, a, a different word. I'm not sold. Have on you considered gang? snowflakes? Whoa. Hey, snowflakes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not all in on gang. It's right. just kind of what I've landed on. For gang, now. gang's a different. Yeah, it's not used often. Um, all right, I, I don't know. It didn't feel bad. It didn't feel bad to me. It felt okay. What up, players? I felt attacked. <laughs> I think you should run with that one personally. Yeah. Let me holler at your boy. Yeah. I still like I bitches. Know. I'm good with that. Yeah, my formal emails should all be good afternoon, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> As per my previous email. Yeah. I like it. Um, okay, so this just happens to segue perfectly into the current situation that is unfolding in Ottawa right now with the Queen's representative in Canada, Governor. Former Governor General Julie Payette. Dave, as a manager yourself, I'm sure you know that a staff member leaving your office in tears and then going to their car and crying in the parking lot is not what we aspire to do. No, definitely not. Uh, yeah. Can so, I just say something about this? If you want to go, you go no, ahead. No, no, please, you go ahead. So here's the deal with Julie Payette. I know that it's almost a little scandalous well, it's definitely scandalous. I mean, she's the governor yeah. general for fuck's sake. But why did anybody expect any different? There were some red flags from her past. Apparently, she's been accused of this in the past when she did some work for the Canadian Olympic Committee and so on and so forth. I don't know anything about that. Apparently, it'll be in the report, but they haven't released the report yet. So 
let's just look at her uh, other credentials. She's a scientist. She's an astronaut. She's a former member of the Canadian Forces. She is someone who has probably grown up with that military slash NASA mentality of no fucking around. Do you think at any point there was like a... That Bunsen burner's too high, you son of a bitch. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> we're not getting to the bottom of anything because everyone's scared. Well, listen, I mean, I, she might come by this honestly. Uh, maybe nobody ever sat her down and said, okay, we get that you're from a military background and you've actually been to the International Space Station and and you're the smartest one in the room in every single room you walk into. But in a professional setting, like when you're running Rideau Hall, you need to be a little more professional. You can't tell someone they're a dumb son of a bitch because they spelled something wrong in a correspondence that was going out. Yeah, this is, I don't know how much of a management training kind of thing that they do, or it's always evolving, right? I I mean, we've had managers at every job we've had, I'm guaranteeing it, you've worked with somebody who was just a really bad people manager, just Mm -hmm. not good, just not good with people, but was maybe good at getting the job done, um, just not good with dealing with their people. Right. And, And that can be the worst part of a job. It could be the most deflating part of a job. If you work for somebody like that and you just feel like crap at the end of every day. Mm-hmm. So there are management styles that, that are quite frankly better than others. And as a manager, you don't want your people to work to your level. You need to work to your people's level. So, and that's just what I mean by that is that people have different ways of, of getting information. So let's say I need to say the exact same thing to Kat that I need to say to Scott, but they hear it differently. And so I need to be able to say, okay, well, when I say it to Kat, here's how I'm going to say it. I'm not lying. I'm not changing the story, but I'm, this is how I say it. And then this is how I say it to Scott or another staff member or something like that. But the point being is that you need to know who your people are and you need to know how to talk to them. Yeah. Um, there's nothing more demeaning than, than feeling like your boss doesn't respect you. It's awful. Mm-hmm. See, but you know what? Maybe some people just aren't cut out to be managers then because I feel the same way. I have a certain pace that I like to work at and I have a certain work ethic. And if someone underneath me doesn't match my drive or doesn't match my uh, level of professionalism, I'd probably be the guy to let them have it. And that's why I probably couldn't do what you do, Dave. You manage a large staff of people across a couple of different markets. Me? It's probably better that I don't do that because I would be the person who would call somebody in and say, really, you want me to send this letter to the fucking queen with a spelling mistake? You stupid sack of shit. Get out of here. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that see, won't fly. Yeah, that won't go over very well. But right. See, but I that's just a know. gross example. Yeah. But I mean, it's the same thing. Some people aren't meant to manage. Why didn't they put somebody with HR experience at Rideau Hall? And part of the problem, too, is Julie doesn't answer to anybody. She is as top at the top of the chain, as high as you can go in the Canadian ranks. For those who don't know, our governor general is actually our head of state. It's not the prime minister. It's the governor general. And Julie Payette is the person who can pick up the phone and call Buckingham Palace and say, I'd like uh, to speak to the queen, please. You know, I will say on the flip side to what I was just saying, though, that there are some people who are motivated by that kind of leadership. They they like to be challenged and they yes. like to be pushed. Well, but, that goes back to your point of knowing your you got, audience. Yeah, you got to know who's yeah. who's who feels better in what. State. Some people want to be talked to as if you're friends. Yeah. Some people want to be disciplined as if you're, you know, a, a subordinate. And mm-hmm. it, it, you need to know your people. Uh, and your style can be wrong no matter what way you're doing it if you're not catering it to your people. That's it. 
I want to know so, all the details of it. Does anyone else not want to know every single dirty detail to this? Every like, I would like to know exactly what she said. Was it like an Ellen DeGeneres kind of thing? Like, don't fucking look at me? Or was it like uh, as simple as, oh, she got mad at someone for something ridiculous? Obviously, it wasn't ridiculous. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't leave the job if you knew, hey, I did everything right. I'm good. You would fight that. But she didn't. So what did she do exactly? I, I would love to know all of it. And I hope it all comes out. I'd like to know why we're paying her severance when she resigned. That usually doesn't um, happen, does it? Well, yeah, that uh, must be pre-negotiated or something. Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know the answer to that. How can you walk away from your job and still expect to get paid for it? And you know what? I mean, I had to do some research on this because there was a couple of things that, Eve, that I didn't know about the governor general. For example, I didn't know how much money they make. Yeah, she I, makes I, a lot more than the prime minister does. She makes three hundred grand. $300,000 a year to be the governor general. Mm. You, want, you know, if you're, you're getting paid well, you, you probably want to protect it a little better. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you wonder, though, like, let's go back to what you said about someone having a certain background, too, to be able to handle this kind of a role. And obviously, they're going to rethink who they put in place there now. But is that just an automatic price that goes on that job? Like, yeah, here's $300,000. Like, do they have a certain amount of qualifications? Oh, they that they, all, the, qualification all the bots? Like, is what you're maybe we me. should start to do that if we're not doing that. Like, maybe, yeah, she wasn't worth that amount of money anyway. I don't know how good she was at her job aside from, you know, bullying her employees or whatever it is. But should we not take a look at that if we're not already and see wh- how many boxes the person checks? Well, being part of a toxic workplace can be Horrible. the most deflating thing. Like, it's mm-hmm. you're. I look, I'll take our jobs, for example. I like to say when people say, what's your, what's your job like? And I say, it beats working for a living, you know? Yeah. And, and that's how I feel about it because I, yeah. I, feel, I feel creatively challenged and I enjoy that and, it, and it's a joy to do it. I feel that the work I've done at the end of the day, I feel I'm proud of it and I feel, even if it's not a great day, it's like, you know what? I feel like I still accomplished something. And if you've got a manager that just sort of demeans you or makes you feel bad about what you're doing or questions your ability to do everything, that, that is such a mood killer. And, mm-hmm. it, and it kills the, the relationship you have with your fellow coworkers yeah. and other people that are in the office because yeah. y- you feed off of each other. And if you're just in a bad place all the time, like it's, it, it sucks. And you always got this looming feeling over you that, oh my God, am I going to get fired today? Am I going to get fired? Is this it? Is today the day? Like, and you don't want that. You don't want that feeling and you certainly don't want that to carry over to other people and if your manager is not seeing any of that that that's what you're doing mm-hmm. then uh, that's the person that's got to go hey the bar was set very high for the position of governor general when you look back on them i mean we had david johnston he was recommended by a panel and stephen harper appointed him we had uh Michael jean, was Michael jean and adrian clarkson prior to her we've had some really good governors general in the past and and julie here just sort of uh, it's kind of nice to have there. a Canadian political scandal for a change because we've been watching America <laughs> for true. so long. That's isn't, true. isn't it wonderful, though, that our version of a Canadian scandal is the boss was mean to people? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. Like, if that was the case in the States, do you know how many people they'd probably, they were probably thinking in their mind, like, well, oh, my God, everyone would be let go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that that is our controversy that's yeah. yeah that's yeah. as high as it goes that's as upsetting as it gets but like i said i would love to know details because obviously there's there's some 
it's it got bad enough or there were either so many reports of some pretty bad stuff or a couple reports of some very bad stuff to mm. the point where this had to happen this had to occur it was her and her assistant too correct was that's her right or secretary something like that they're tag teaming so people bring them in the office a, close well, the door and start well, throwing this things is why i want to know because how is this person implemented in it too obviously they're guilty of of what so i she, need to know she's dressing down somebody and you get the assistant in the background that's right you yeah. piece of shit yeah they're like the background <laughs> yeah fuck you yeah. fuck you yeah. that's right how could you be so dumb yeah Just and then, like, after she leaves, pull, pushes the papers off their desk, like that person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Fuck you, what she said. Uh, I really want to hear more about it. And I'd love to be a fly on the wall at Buckingham Palace. I mean, the queen and the statement from Buckingham Palace yesterday was one line. The queen is aware of the situation. I wonder if at any point anybody from the palace picked up the phone and phoned Trudeau and said, you better fucking fix this quick because this is embarrassing. I imagine uh, the Queen's, you know, obviously a pretty big deal. And, <laughs> kind of. You know, a bit. A bit. You know, yeah. You know, if it's a similar situation where the staff are saying, like, the Queen was mean to me, I could see it being a... Hey, would you mind getting me a larger napkin? Like, oh, she didn't like the napkin I gave her. That's like as rude as the queen gets. So she must be just like, oh, come on, Canada. You're, you're the good yeah. kid. Like, First Meghan Markle, now this. Right? <laughs> Actually, you know what? Trudeau loves the star power. Don't even be surprised if he tries to appoint someone like Harry or Meghan as the governor general. Like, I mean, that would fit on a lot of different levels. Um, what about Chris they- Hatfield? He seems to be up for every job in Canada. No more fucking astronauts. How about that? Nobody who's been to space can be governor general. Chris is a great guy, but no, no more space people. Let's just get a normal. Space people is not an alien. (laughs) Let's just get. Let's just get a regular run of the mill. Grab some fucking guy that's working at, I don't know, like the Toyota plant or something like that. Let's just take a regular person and give them this huge salary and a house to live in, a massive expense account, a staff, and and a limo with a driver for everywhere. Their travel's paid for. They get a home and $300,000 salary. Ladies and gentlemen. Since there's not much to do anyway. Please let me introduce to you the next Governor General of Canada. Alf. <laughs> Everyone loves Alf. Yeah. Uh, both of you, have we turned a corner now that Joseph Biden has been elected president and the inauguration went off without a hitch? Go ahead. I mean, Nobody early. wants to say. I okay. mean, it's early, like turning a corner, maybe. Um, I can only speak from my own point of view and what I see, and I'm definitely seeing a little bit of a fizzling out of the all the bullshit stuff that I hate on on Facebook and a little more of other topics being brought to light. And I'm cool with that. We're talking about Bernie Sanders mittens today. Like, fucking thank you. Like, <laughs> thank you, Bernie. Thank you it's so It's a refreshing change. Like, honestly, if this was a Trump inauguration, we'd just be talking about Trump, 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 hate him, you know, whatever. Bernie Sanders mittens, thank you. Yes, I've been waiting for this. It feels nice and peaceful and calm to me so far. So I'm not going to go out on a limb and say, things are turning a corner, we're looking better because we're talking about his mittens. But I'm just saying from my vantage point, at least... I feel good about this so far. I, I feel like there's um, a tension in the air that's, that's been lifted. Mm-hmm. That's, that's probably the best way to describe it. Uh, again, you just nailed it. It's way too early to decide if this is now the, you know, the best thing to ever happen and everything's going to get fixed. And I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what's going to happen in the next little while. The decisions, he's had a day and, and what, four hours to, to start getting to work. But there's, uh, there's some hope, I think, in, in what he's saying about, you know, when we get up here, 
you're not going to hear from me. You're going to hear from the scientists, especially when talking about COVID. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to talk to the, the people who know better, not me. I'm not just going to be some blowhard who comes up and just tells you how great I of the job I'm doing. I'm going to I'm going to let them tell you what we need to do. I think we do need to trust doctors, and there have been a lot of you know misinformation that's been going on for so long. And it's not just the the previous administration. That's not just it. But I mean, the the information and the lack of trust in the information I think has been a really big problem. I hope that this is a, a, a better day and I hope that it is uh, transitioning to a better future, especially with COVID and having a proper plan to, you know, to, to, to get this thing under control, especially, I mean, that's for the U S and Canada, we have our own set of problems with it, but sure, you know, we're not perfect here. No, no. So hopefully I, I'm hopeful. Let's just say that I'm hopeful. Was there some sort of like a world Photoshop class in the last 24 hours that I didn't get a memo about? How the fuck did everybody figure out how to put Bernie Sanders in every scenario under the sun? People have time right now. People surprised me, man. That's what people did in quarantine? That's what it is. Like, honestly, it's like, they got to get an app. Is there an app for this? Where's the app? Okay, cut him out. Put him in this. Got to put him in our store, guys. Got to put him outside our store. Got to put him at the city. Got to put him at the city sign, whatever it is. Like, so many of them popping up. And that's fine. It's harmless. And some of them are pretty funny. My favorite was Ghost. Did you see that his was a video? Good one, yeah. That's good, right? Yeah. Yeah, he comes around with his little mittens and holder while she's Holds doing the pottery. It's yeah. adorable, right? It was, it was like, cute. you know what? Some of it's well done. And like I said, I'm glad to see stuff like that. Like, that doesn't bother me whatsoever. Thank goodness that did, it's something like that. Did you read about the, the, uh, the small business that created the mittens? And she said that she just didn't yeah. make them because it just wasn't worth the money to make them. So she only made well, now a, a it small is. amount. And a yeah, teacher gifted we'll... it to him, apparently. Yeah. You know, in Vermont, uh, we dress <laughs> warm. We, we, we know something about the cold. And we're not so concerned about good fashion. We want to keep warm. And that's... <laughs> That's what I did. And then now she's like, what the heck? This is incredible. So everyone who has those mittens, which is a small bunch yeah. right now, feels kind of famous. Collector's items. Like, oh, pretty much like the original, the OG line. Because now people, they, but, but are people really going to want the mittens? Like just because this is a thing? Oh, yeah. I'd totally fucking wear so? them. Okay. If they said wow. feel right. the on the left and burn on the right, I would totally get a pair of those. If they were like specific Bernie Sanders gloves, I would totally get those. Now, how everybody figured out how to Photoshop all of a sudden, I don't understand that. But I'm glad that they are because it's fun and it's a nice distraction that everybody can agree on because yeah. he's just crazy old Bernie. And you know what? Bernie in that picture exemplifies exactly how I feel when I walk outside right now. I just feel like fucking cold and miserable because it's shitty winter right now. And that's Bernie embodied all of us in January in Canada. I just that want was great. I want a nice, sensible glove. Keeps my hands warm. And that way I can go and deliver my mail and uh, do the things I need to do without ever having to be cold. That's, you know, uh, you know that's, what? that's in our Constitution. That's almost bang on with how he answered the question about his attire. Um, because he's pretty much said, and he's like, I grew up in Vermont. We don't do things for fashion. We yeah. do things to keep warm. Like, yeah. he's, he's all the, it is. He had the big like polar vortex jacket on. And yeah. he's like, damn it. If I'm going to be cold, like he's just like, not a chance. And he good knows. for him because did you see yeah. Tom Hanks when he was hosting the evening festivities? Oh, he looks cold as fuck. <laughs> Hyperthermia he sitting was like, there. Literally his chin was like shivering at one point. I was like, God, get that guy a fucking scarf, man. Abraham Lincoln sitting behind him. Like somebody get him a coat. Yeah. Like, like this, is, really, really <laughs> this is Tom Hanks. Let's protect him, please. Yeah. Yeah. He already caught COVID. Let's not make it worse. <laughs> it was. You're so right. Like watching the show, and he's he's like celebrating America. Oh, yeah, he was shivering. <laughs> Poor guy. I'm like, <laughs> why can't he wear a jacket? Is anyone going to judge him for wearing a coat? No. <laughs> I felt bad. Where's Wilson? Get Wilson to help. Somebody get this man a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> um.
this has come up in the past, but let's see if this changes anything. We just went through the holidays. In fact, I believe it's uh, Monday. We'll mark a month since Christmas. It feels like six, but it's only been a month since Christmas as of this coming Monday. And a North Carolina man just found out that on the scratch ticket that his boss gave him for Christmas, he won $200,000. That's nice. That is nice. Do you give the boss anything? Any of your cut? Or is a gift a gift a gift? Oh, oh I'll always give my boss a cut if he gives me a scratch ticket. That's what I want. Will you <laughs> stop sucking? <laughs> I will always, always. <laughs> no, I believe in karma. Okay, so I'll go first really quick, just really quick, because mine's all about karma. So in whatever situation, if I win the lottery, I will, I will gift people things based on what happened in that moment. So let's say I'm at a convenience store and I'm paying for gas or whatever, and someone suggests, oh, we've got a new scratch ticket here. Guess what? I'm going back to that convenience store and I'm giving you a cut if I won something oh, wow. decent sized enough about it. Like, I just believe in that kind of a thing, and I wouldn't be in that predicament of winning that money if it weren't for certain people. So I would try to help those people out because i feel like that's almost part of the whole karma universe okay is there a basement to when you start sharing like if you win yeah. 50k are you going back to the convenience store to throw some money to them i, or I, I would yes maybe like a couple hundred bucks or I would, even your... over 10 10 grand or more i would say really? maybe 10 grand or more yeah even if it's just like a bit right even if i put that gave that person 100 bucks i'm sure they'd be grateful you know like who wouldn't be grateful just to get 100 bucks yeah you do you buy them a scratch ticket or exactly or buy them a bunch of whatever gift yeah. them with something i don't know i just I, feel like, I like karma. that yeah. I, I think that that's good to, to sort of set a level because in my, my dollar value was like a million. Oh, <laughs> otherwise, no one's getting shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. So this this guy gets two hundred grand, and it's like, man, I could really put two hundred grand to use. But do I want to put one hundred and fifty grand to use when I could have two hundred grand because I want to be nice and give the boss fifty k? Well, for you example? wouldn't even have that money if that person didn't give you that ticket. Yeah. That's and you don't you don't you don't have any you would have no guilt about that. I don't know that I'd have I don't know if guilt's the right word. Um I like to think I'm generous and maybe you know maybe take them out for a nice dinner or I guess the question would be But then they know in the back of their mind you've $200,000 you just won cuz I gave you a ticket and you're buying me a fucking steak. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, why are you entitled to my winnings? It's not an entitlement thing. It's just like a life thing. I don't in know. all fairness though, he gave you something worth 3 to 5 dollars. That's right, I and think, it just so happened to be a win. But You're you right. wouldn't have even had the money if it wasn't for that three to five dollar purchase. So if I win ten bucks, do I own three? No, no. But that's what I mean. There is a cutoff. <laughs> Absolutely right. There's a cutoff. I don't know if a million. Like I mean, to each their own. I wouldn't do a million because I would just feel a little bit of guilt. But you hear this argument all the way down to like roll up the rim to win. So somebody brings coffee into the office and. You yeah. get you roll it up and you're like, oh my god, I, I won the you know the, the the mountain bike that they're giving away this year or whatever. <laughs> you want to take hell. a ride on it? Yeah, and it's like, well, shouldn't you ask me if I want the mountain bike? If I bought you the coffee, like there's that argument happens. Sure, there, sure it does. So yeah. how low is the bar, Scott? If you if you win a lottery uh, based on a ticket somebody gives you, what's the dollar value that you have to be higher than in order to, to share? I think you guys are totally missing the point. To be honest with you, if somebody gives me a lottery ticket. And that lottery ticket wins. If my choice is give them some of the money or don't, I will never see that person again for the rest of my life. And they're not getting a fucking penny. Not a penny. Dave, if you give me a lottery ticket and it wins, nice knowing you. Peace out. <laughs> but what if it's not? But what if it's <laughs> not? so harsh. What if it's not? On a, a boss level, on a friend level, oh, yeah. of course I'll still talk to him. Oh, but as yeah, a boss. Holy shit. <laughs> 
I don't need this fucking job anymore. I just want 200 grand, bitch. But that's what I'm saying is what's that bar, right? Like, I, when do you, because if you're winning a good amount of money, that's like, man, this is awesome. I can pay off my mortgage. That's sweet. Or it's, I'm going to buy an island. Yeah. And I'm going to have T Pain performing every Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. Great choice, dude. Great choice. Great choice. I'm just thinking effective, costly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah. you'd be Nothing that expensive. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, yeah, you're not getting the Rolling Stones every Thursday. No. <laughs> but my point is, you know, what, like, what's life changing to the point where, like, you pay off all your bills, now you're debt free, you're good. You don't expect to share money at that point, right? But if it's a million bucks, if it's two million, you're thinking I should probably throw them a few bones. I mean, I would. I would. Mm, mm, mm. I hear what you're saying about karma, Kat, and I just don't give a shit when it comes to that kind of money. I, I can't see myself giving somebody uh, 20 grand just because they gave me a $5 thing. But you I think know, equal value is equal value okay. here. All right. But you have always said if you're fr- you would help your friends out if you want a certain amount of money. At least that's what you claim to me that if you won millions of dollars, <laughs> you, you would claim. help. That's what you've told me before. But that's di- is that just different to you? Like you would definitely give some to your friends and family, but it doesn't mean that the person who gave you the ticket would get some money. I have some close friends like yourselves, both of you, that if I won a life changing amount of money, I would do what I could to help you. If I won the 60 million tonight in the Lotto Max, Kat, I'd probably call you tomorrow and say, you know what? Skip that mortgage payment. I'm going to pay off your house. That's all I I would probably do that for you. (laughs) There you go. That's nice. Yeah. Dave, if I won that, I would totally, I'd probably buy you a whole two for. I mean, all of it. You could have all 24 of those beers in that box. Can I probably. please get the uh, the one with the Raptors slippers in it? <laughs> I, I keep seeing those slippers and I'm going, man, they look like they're like memory foam. They look really comfortable, uh, but I don't need to buy a case of beer to get the slippers. I just want the damn slippers. But I'm totally buying into it where I'm like, I should go get a case of beer. I don't want a case of beer. I don't need a case of beer, but I kind of want the slippers. <laughs> right. You know, and I, and I could just go buy slippers. I really yeah, could. You could. There's a store. There's a whole Raptor store. You could buy all kinds of merch. I could go There's also Walmart. a whole beer store that has Raptors merch in it. So, I That's mean, you right. could kill two birds with one stone. But I'm glad you mentioned that because beer promos seem to have changed. Getting a case of beer used to be like when we were kids and got a box of cereal. There was a toy inside. Mm. Now a box or a case of beer, sometimes you get the thing in it and other times you just get like a voucher that you have to go online and enter a code and, oh, and, and stuff like that. There's a few things that I went to get a case of beer for and the thing wasn't actually in the box. It was a voucher that I have to sign up to their website to get that thing sent Is to me. Is that a cost savings thing? Because they assume only like, let's say 70%, if that will actually do the voucher and do the online thing so it saves them money. I hate that. I, I hate it so too. much. Yeah. I used to, you'd buy like the, the bottle of like Diet Pepsi or Pepsi or whatever it is when you're a kid and you get the, you, you flip the lid yes. under the, um, the little rubber thing under the cap. Uh, and, and it You're would bringing be like back a, memories. I totally remember that. But it was like an instant win was amazing, yeah. right? You could go to the convenience store. Couldn't you go to the yeah, convenience store go, with it and then you get a free bag of Doritos or whoever right. they're affiliated with, the PepsiCo. You're like, yeah, you get Doritos. You, you get walk up and you can. say, hello, my good man. I'll be having the good salt and vinegar today. That's and you right. Hand it over. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like now, you, you it's, oh, here's a code. Go to the website. And it, no. No, I don't have any time for that. I'm not going to the website. I'm not entering my information to find out if I want a free Mountain Dew. Sorry. Yeah, and if yeah. I did, I wouldn't take it. Or a shitty t-shirt even. Like, no. You know, because then they have a lot of your information. That's I another that. point about I it, I hate right? that. Go punch in the code. And then no. you got to give all your, you have to give your info. It's kind of sneaky. Give me that instant win. Yeah. I miss that gratification yeah. from, you know, just opening up one and being like, hell yeah, I won. That's why I think so many people love 
things like Monopoly and uh, McDonald's and roll up the rim to win because there's an instant gratification when yeah. you, you, you know, you peel the thing down. Oh, I don't have that one. Or look at that. I want a free fries. And ultimately, who cares? You want fries. Yeah. You, no, who cares, cares right? But, but you feel good about it. You yeah. totally do. You're just yeah. like, man, I'm a winner. That's yeah. awesome. But the uh, code thing, mm-mm, I'm out of it. I don't want it. And I'm, I'm not interested. And I've never played one. You guys know full well that when it comes to free, people want whatever they can get for free because they feel like it's an entitlement. Oh, how many points did the Raptors score last night? I better go to McDonald's and get my free fries. You You don't want anything else. You probably don't even like the fucking fries. You just wanted that thing because it's an entitlement for you. That is such a great point. And I I remember the Raptors changed their policy a couple of years ago because it was if the Raptors score 100 points – Everyone got a free slice of pizza, that pizza pizza the next day. And it was getting to the point where it was like a super critical game and it was coming down to the wire. And the Raptors had 99 points. They were up like 99, 97 or something like that. And they held on to the ball. And it was a crucial game. I don't remember if it was like a playoff clinching game or something like that. Um, But the fans started booing because the Raptors didn't try to shoot for another basket to get to that 100 points and i was like you've got to be kidding me like the free slice of pizza has now superseded the raptors playoffs or making the playoffs or anything like that so they changed it and i i I can't remember what it is it's like um if they hit x number of three pointers or something like that you get you get the fries i can't remember what they've changed it to but that was awful like and it was to the point where you're booing the home team because they didn't win you a slice of pizza working in radio all of us know that like all of us know how people are like people will just bend over backwards to try to win something that they'll never touch they'll never even use it but it was free Mm -hmm. it's insane well that was uh the entitlement was always the one and it's a great word to describe it when somebody would come up and say where's my t-shirt right and you go i'm assuming you're wearing it you know, yeah, it, where's it, my T-shirt? That was the worst. Where yeah. it's like, oh, you're giving away T-shirt. That person got a shirt. Why can't I have one? And it's like, first of all, hi, how are you? Yeah. And you're like, let's, let's yeah. have a conversation. I'm a human too. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a T-shirt factory. Yeah. Uh, ridiculous. But anyhow, uh, yeah. Back to the original point. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not into it. But I'm totally feeling this this Raptors one with the case of beer. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I, I like I said, I could go buy slippers for less than the case of beer. But I am, I'm totally looking at these going. I really want those. So that that, uh, kind of a promo works. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah. People didn't even watch the fucking Raptors that wanted the pizza. You didn't even support the team. And people don't even listen to the fucking radio station that want a t-shirt. They just want a free t-shirt. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Usually that's it's the same person that asks... Who are you? What are you doing here? Can I have one of those? Like, do you even yeah. do you even know who we are? Or would you let take yeah. a listen to our station? Like, no, I will. Uh, I will. I like the. Okay. What else do you have? What else? Like, yeah. there's like a like a some sort of like a uh, like an antiques table or yeah. something, and it's like you're at a garage sale. Yeah. Like, what else? I got <laughs> a nickel. Got? Uh, knock it down. Don't you guys cents. have an extra small? What? No, it's not fucking Old Navy. <laughs> we have an extra small. Would you like us to set yeah, up let's a fitting just go room? To the back room and see if we got the perfect size for you. We're gonna turn the tent around so you can go and try this on and make sure that it fits. 
<laughs> we stand beside the, the corner of the tent and be like, can I get you another size? Yeah. Uh, how's that one fitting? You feel good? You want me to get you a seven? You finding everything okay? Yeah, Finding right? all your free shit okay? You f- <laughs> freeloader? You freeloading motherfucker? Are yeah. you good? You, have, you look like you have two pockets. Why don't you take two pens? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of pens, um, today's National Handwriting Day. Dave, if I sat you down with a pen and a piece of paper, could you competently and legibly write out a sentence? Uh, yes, but really? I should have been a doctor based solely on my handwriting. Okay. It's really, it's cat scratch. Like, it's pretty bad. Um, or chicken scratch or whatever animal scratch you want to put in there. It's not good. Um, I can read it most of the time, but if I, if I sit down and actually, like I'm told, okay, you have to make this look nice. I can, it's just going to take me about three hours to write about right. four sentences. <laughs> it like, turns into be like calligraphy. Like, mm-hmm. like that's what it is for me to just print nicely. <laughs> he also only writes now with a feather and ink. It's that's, so strange. That's right. Very weird. Um, <laughs> I'm reminded of how good I used to be at cursive writing and how bad I am at it now anytime I have to fill out a card for somebody. Mm, when I have to write yeah. a birthday card or a get well soon or, um, I don't know, congratulations on your retirement, whatever it is, I don't even think that I could properly read it had I not written it myself. Our handwriting just goes completely out the window when we don't use it. But why aren't we teaching that in schools? I mean, not everything can be typed. We don't always send e-cards. And occasionally, you have to sign a signature. I was with my son not that long ago doing some banking stuff, and they asked him at the bank, could you please sign here? He did, and I'm like, you didn't sign it. You just wrote your name. He's like, no, no, that's my signature. Kids don't learn cursive writing anymore. He's writing in bubble letters. Basically. (laughs) <laughs> Basically. That's hilarious. Well, I mean, Kat had a good point this morning on our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat. <laughs> These days, people who have gone through the school system and not learned how to write in cursive probably looked at what you wrote in that card and thought, is that some sort of a new font? What is that? What is this? <laughs> I, I just use DocuSign. I don't even sign anymore. <laughs> yeah, how sad is that? I know, me too. Me too. I just have my signature saved and it's click, click, drop. There you go. I don't even sign it anymore. When it comes to cards and things... Um, now that I that I'm in a in a in a marriage, I just look at my wife and I go, "Your handwriting is yeah. way better than she mine." She does it all, doesn't she? Hand, yeah. hand, I'll sign it. Actually, you know what? At this point, it looks weird if you write and then I sign. So you just sign my name. <laughs> it looks like a legal document. It, if totally. I, yeah. I know what you mean. I yeah, yeah. But it, and it is true. She does have better handwriting than me, significantly better. Yeah. So it is an excuse, but it's also the truth. So <laughs> I'll I'll ride that one for as long as I can. Speaking of which, I, I can't do it. Uh, your first married Valentine's Day is coming up in three weeks. Mm-hmm. Anything? How do you do your first Valentine's Day under COVID restrictions? Or do you Are even you, do Valentine's Day? Uh, well, uh, oh, here we go. You know, does he want <laughs> to, or does she expect it? Uh, What's well, the question here? It's so funny because the beginning of the relationship, it's a lot of. I don't believe in Valentine's Day. Why can't we just enjoy this kind of stuff every day or whenever we want? Like, why does it have to be Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. And then now Valentine's Day has seemingly picked up some more um, uh, credibility over the years, if, if you will. And it's like, so what are we doing for Valentine's Day? I'm like, I don't know. You said last year you don't care. It's like a trap. Like, what, what's happening here? Like, what do you mean, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? And, and uh, I, forget I, I forget I was listening to something and, and somebody had said um, – guys are really bad at certain gifts, uh, gift giving on Valentine's day. And she looked over at me, like did like a corner of the eye, like sort of incriminating me in this conversation of like, you're among that group. And I was like, 
I got you a heart-shaped pizza for like four straight years, and you told me you loved it every single year. So am I expected to change it, or can we stick with the tradition of the heart-shaped pizza? Uh, oh, now it's a tradition. I think it's cute, uh, and it's not expensive because she. I think she set it up early on in the relationship where she's like, why would you pay like four times the amount for roses on Valentine's Day? And I'm like, yes, this is why I want to marry you because that's a smart thing to say. Why would we do that? What Valentine's Day is made up. It's not a thing. It's not real. We've made it up. Why would I go and spend that money? Why don't I get you those flowers on June 11th? <laughs> you know, like what difference does it make? Right. Mm. I, but I, I feel like there is an expectation on me this year to yeah to, there is to do something really big. interesting well what the hell Scott, am i supposed to do helping. what am i supposed no. to do for the first first married valentine's day first married valentine's day has make her got... a sex coupon book oh girls love that <laughs> <laughs> you want to redeem that coupon for a bj <laughs> here you go her coupon is doing something to me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She'll love it. I will let you give me a massage. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what you're doing tonight. That's right. No, legitimately, I'm not, first of all, not doing the sex coupon book. That's, my handwriting's not good because she'll think it's something else when reading it. She'll yeah, be like, you want yeah, me to do okay. what? I'm like, no, 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 no. That, that's not dirty. Read it. I can't read it. Your handwriting's terrible. That's yeah. What is a six coupon book? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> There's only four coupons in here. You said six. Oh, damn it. So what, so what, what is expected of me then? Uh, I think that this is the year where you truly establish what's going to happen for the next 60. So this is the year that if, if 50 years from now, you're going to be okay going out to get roses, get roses this year. If in 60 years, you're going to be uh, bah, humbug, no Valentine's Day, fuck that, Hallmark holiday, blah, 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 then treat this year like that. But you need to be consistent. So any shit that happened in your dating life is officially in the past. Now's where you set the tone for the next however many years. Cat was shaking her head. No, I, I was, I was, I'm agreeing with Scott 100. Oh, okay, good. That I'm very saying, yeah, Don't do the all out just because it's your first. Because I think actually, I'll say it. Scott is absolutely right. That's, I think yep. you need to go if you're good with like middle of the road, something small. Hey, let's do takeout or whatever is allowed right now. Right? Heart shaped pizza, cat. Well, I maybe you got to just go find an in between. She loves pizza. Find an in between. But, We'll get maybe something on top of the heart-shaped pizza, too. Yeah, she can have pepperoni or whatever she wants on it. Like, whatever, whatever, yeah, I don't pineapple, fill yeah, float, sure. your, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, pineapple, olives, get whatever you want on the pizza. Something else, maybe something that's a little uh, personalized, too, but nothing too crazy. Because I, th- I actually, I agree. Like, then next year, she'll All be right. like, well, I know what he did the first, I know what he did last year, so I know what I'm expecting this year. Let me throw this wrinkle in, then. Maybe, or maybe she won't. Her birthday's two weeks after Valentine's Day. Ah, fuck. Right? Sorry, I don't know. I don't know if that's a big deal or not. <laughs> well. Yeah, but. <laughs> the flowers I get her on Valentine's, they won't even be dead by her birthday. So, like, what am I supposed what to do What do you expect? What, are, you, are you trying to hope for, like, a two for one? Like, oh, I'm going to give you a gift, but then, you're, like, you get nothing on your birthday. But this is, no. like, your birthday slash Valentine's gift. No, but my point is, is if I go all out on Valentine's Day. Yes. Then I really have to go all out on the birthday. Yeah, so then don't. So then I go back to what Scott said. Then make it like meh. Uh, like a hearty handshake? Like uh, what level am I going here? <laughs> a little pat on the ass and yeah. thanks for coming out, kid. Yeah. Good for you. Good yeah. to see you, toots. High five. Like, what You're a lucky lady. Yeah. You are very lucky.
Look at the gams on that trollop. Like, what am I going to, like, I'm like, is it a compliment? Is it a, is it a card? Maybe you do try a handwritten note or something like that. Something a little, that's, that's you know, in the wheelhouse of, you know, keeping it, like, middle of the road. Oh, all right. Okay, I'm going to come clean on this. <laughs> I wasn't going to, but I'm going to come clean on it. Uh, she's already arranged Valentine's Day stuff. She, oh, you gave her a to-do list? No, I no. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Yeah, because she did it as a like a like she ordered uh, from a local um, a, a local sweets place here in Waterloo Region. Ordered like a uh, like a chocolate covered strawberries and and a whole thing that we could share together and a nice little Valentine's sweets package. That is, it's all it's all food. So she did it all for you. Well, this is the thing. So. What am I supposed to do? So what? Yeah, what are you doing? She, that is very sweet of her. It that is. is adorable. But what am I supposed to do? <laughs> That's the question. Now what? Now what? Scott, what do you? What would you do? Uh, you know, I think it's time to sit her down and have a conversation about wasting money. Listen, right? we didn't get into this marriage, so you could go and blow it all on sweets. Let's talk about that. Fuck. Just turn it around. Make her feel like shit. You're good. That's a great Valentine's <laughs> okay. Day. Why don't you select the entertainment for the evening, aside from the obvious, if you're having chocolate and strawberries and shit like that? Why don't you say, hey, I'm going to, we're going to buy a movie on demand or something like that. And my treat. Is that a thing? I, I don't think, know. It's hard. COVID times are hard, too. I think that is a tremendous idea, as long as I can squeeze it in before the WWE pay-per-view that night. <laughs> oh, God, right? yeah. you're screwed. It's at 7 p.m. On, on, on Valentine's Day. So as long as I can, I can get things done before then, that is good. That, it is on a good. Sunday, so you're, you have a whole day. Yeah. To figure things out. Make her breakfast. I make her breakfast like every oh, day. Oh. Well, make her a more special breakfast. What are you doing lately? What are you doing lately? I'm making her like. What do you pour the cereal in the milk? Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Fuck. First of all. First that was of all, a little aggressive. You bullshit. could never run Rideau <laughs> Hall. That was not cool at all. <laughs> what you do daily. You say you make her breakfast all the time. What do you make her? I'm getting up and I'm oven cooking bacon. And I'm making okay. like breakfast sandwiches for her. I'm, okay. I'm grating cheese. I'm oh, making so egg. you've already set the bar high for breakfast. I'm then. making eggs Benny. I'm doing hollandaise by scratch. I'm doing all this stuff. There's no cereal involved. There's no, there's no, here's an apple. Knock yourself <laughs> out. No, 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 no. I'm going all in. Every day I do this. It's because every day is Valentine's Day when you're with Dave Blizzard. You see? <laughs> I've heard that about you. Yeah. I've heard that the it's just a, the rumors he are true. He makes eggs Benny, Scott. <laughs> with hollandaise from scratch. With regular bacon, not back bacon. <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? Like, I go all out. That's tough. I don't even know what to tell you. Like, honestly, all the things you're saying, I don't even know. Maybe she'll be okay with taking the lead on Valentine's Day because she knows her birthday's coming up a couple weeks later. Maybe that'll be her thing. All right. So is it bad if I let her take the lead on her birthday as well? <laughs> yes. The answer to that is definitely yes. No. Dave, this is year one. You've got to really keep that bar low. Otherwise, you're going to have to keep trying to jump over it year after year. And frankly, it gets exhausting. Uh, There's nothing more exciting than your first Valentine's Day as a married couple. Sorry. Your first Valentine's Day as a married couple. There's nothing more exciting than your first Valentine's Day as a divorced person. Now, you haven't experienced that. You probably won't. Neither of you have. But I can tell you, it's fucking great. (laughs) All the divorcees who are getting ready high? for Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. You can do whatever wow. you want. You, you can do whatever that. the fuck you want after you're divorced. It's so great. I will take your advice on this because you did set the bar very high. And what I, did and I, I do? And you, well, didn't you do things like go to France and, and things like that what? along the way? Like, yeah, yeah, for I Valentine's Day? Yeah. Are you nuts? That's what I'm saying. So Yeah, I am. I, I like the start 
start low. Is it dollar store chocolates? No, I'm going to go a little higher than that. Yeah, uh, yeah. you can raise it a little higher. Yeah, you can find something in the, you'll. I, I I believe you'll find something in the middle. I don't want to be the shoulder to shoulder with the other guys in Petro Canada on the way home from work picking up, you know, a, a really nice Amazon gift card for right. her or anything like right. that. So I'm gonna. I, I will put some effort into it. I'm just trying to think of what the most effort. I should be putting into it so I don't set myself up for failure in the but future. But baby, you can buy anything with this. It's an Amazon card. <laughs> anything I, you want. And I want to say this. There. I want to treat her uh, to, to a wonderful day. I just don't think it has to be Valentine's Day. I it's don't fine. disagree. I don't disagree with you. Family day. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's the, it's the Monday <laughs> after Valentine's Day. When it's a long weekend. Sure, why not? Yeah. I get to sleep in a little bit. Sure. Uh, all right, fun chat, guys. We've been going for a while here. We should wrap things up for today. Uh, I've, everyone got some th- phone, I've got some phone calls to make to apologize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boston Pizza, Dave here. I haven't spoken to you in almost a year. I'm going to need an order for about three weeks from now. Need some heart-shaped pizzas. <laughs> Unlimited toppings. How much is that going to run me? <laughs> Can you believe this crazy bitch likes pineapple? Fine, put it on there. Here's my credit card. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Ah, She's a doll. Okay, we got to go. Have yourselves a great weekend, everybody. We will catch you right back here Monday with another edition of After Nights.